Welcome to Michelle Nasser's show for our series, Continuing the Journey with Dr. Rob. In this series, Dr. Rob will share his expertise as a clinical and forensic psychologist by providing tools and new perspectives to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Hi, Dr. Rob. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. So I just wanted to um, sort of do a part two to our dis- our topic uh, on our last uh, podcast. We were Great. discussing why some people are so successful. I think there's so many different directions we can take that topic in. And I'd love to, to hear your points on, on other views on that. Sure. Great. Glad you asked. So let me ask you a question, Michelle, because you're, re- you're, you're smart and I'm sure you have this right off the top of your head. Okay. Okay. So what percentage of the workforce is in, runs their own business? Wow. I don't know. I'd say that's a small percentage. How much is it? Well, you, you give me a number. Okay. I'm going to say, let's say 12%. 12%. Okay. Good guess, but you're wrong. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you know what the answer is? No, please tell me. 100%. What? 100%. Everybody runs their own business. You're Now, some people have something that says uh, incorporation or LLC, and some people are, are, are just known by their first names, and are, are, you know, they're called employees at a company or a government agency. But at the end of the day, we all run our own business. We all are there to create value for uh, for for our for our clients, our customers, and the places that employ us. And so, if you want to keep your job, you need to be running your own business. Hmm. So you so you are your own business. I don't care if you're if if they call you an employee, you're not. You run your own business. Your your business is you. So ah. let's start with. So let's start with that as, as, as the overall premise is that we all run our own businesses. Okay. Okay. Where we all have, where we all have to create value. Okay. All right. I'll go with that. That sounds good. Okay. So we, we, we all, so we all at the, at the end of the day, we all have our own personal or, or sometimes within, you know, an actual business based on the tax code you know, our own profit and loss statements. Okay. Okay. So, so with that, with that thought, I'm going to take some, I'm going to kind of uh, take some of the information provided through some of the work that uh, Thomas Corley uh, uh, talks about and says that there's, so if you're talking about it in sort of economic terms, terms of being successful, there are three, there, there are three ways that he outlines. Uh, that you uh, can can achieve success, and if we, if we're measuring success in terms of, uh, of of wealth producing, there's three major ways that that, that people do it. So, okay. so the most com- the, one one of the more common ways, and this is what's done, and this is the way that shall we say people who run their business, i.e., they are employees of like a company or a government agency is they, they achieve success by 
by essentially they 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 work hard, they do their job, and as far as their profit and loss uh, statement as it goes, you know they invest, save and invest over a long period of time. You know, over the course of their careers, they save and invest. Uh, you know, every once in a while they get a promotion, that sort of thing. And so that's that's a that's a long way of of sort of building wealth and becoming successful over a long period of time. It's so just being like a traditional employee. That's what you mean. Just being just being okay. a tradi- just being your your you know what what we're calling an employee. Right. Um, is that that's one way? Okay. okay. And though and and people become quote unquote very successful that way. Okay. Uh, it takes a while, but it they do. Then there's then there's uh, then there's another way that people become successful and 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 wealthy and and running and, and i.e. running their own business, and that is what's what 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 uh, what they call being a virtuoso. So, with being with being a virtuoso, you you sort of are the are sort of a you become sort of a specialist or you become someone who is known for a certain something. So one could argue, like, for instance, uh, a common way for one to become a virtuoso is, is being, is being someone who is, let's say a doctor or a lawyer, or maybe some other kind of uh, specialist in a particular okay. area where basically, it, you know, in your area, your community, you are the quote unquote guy or gal. Okay. So, and so that is, that is another way of achieving success and, and building a certain level of wealth. And that is, and that is the one could argue, uh, at least according to Tom Corley's research, that is the, probably the second, uh, the, the second quick, quickest path to becoming successful and wealthy. Okay. Um, so, so uh, you'd have to sort of specialize in, in something and become well known. Then the third is 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 the high risk, high reward. So those are those are your entrepreneurs. Okay, those are your entrepreneurs. That is the quickest way to get rich, and that is the quickest way to get go broke. <laughs> uh, so, um, so, so. Um, so you know the uh, so the Bill Gates's, the Steve Jobs, the uh, you know whoever whoever the case may be, right? Uh, the, you know the the person who yeah uh, e- even even the 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 guy who runs you know maybe a uh, you know an HVAC shop that that has several different locations that that could even be that guy, right? Um, so. So there's a bit of high risk, high reward to that, um, but that is but but if if you hit it, you hit it good. Right. So uh, so basically, those are the three uh, those are the three main paths. So what is from from kind of my perspective as a psychologist, part of the way, the way I sort of look at is. What is your risk tolerance, uh-huh. to, to, which, which determines which which category you would put yourself into? If you are a person who just is like, I, you know, I don't want to take a chance. I want to come to work. I want to go home. I want to 
save and invest, then you then then you're likely to be the saver investor. You are the person who you know you work for a company for thirty years. You work at a government agency. You get your pension, and you know what? People live a very good life like that. Right. Um, so those are the low you know, risk the other, people. Those are the low risks, they're, right? They're the, the, okay. the those are the low risk people. Okay. Then there's the people who you know you know can tolerate a little more risk. They're the people who basically you know they are going to uh, study and work and become you know, I guess you could say, you know, masters of their own domain, so to speak. Right. And so, and there's some risk to that because, you know, one of, one of the risky things about that is, uh, you know, for instance, one could argue, let's say a neurosurgeon. Well, you, you know, that, that, that's a guy who would be like a virtuoso, but let's put, let's put it like this. You don't need a, you don't need a neurosurgeon every day. Most people in their whole life don't need a neurosurgeon, Right. but if you need one, yes. That's the guy, and and you're gonna and and he's gonna get paid a lot of money right. for for being a neurosurgeon, and then like I said, and then there is the and then there is the entrepreneur. There they can tolerate the high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. And what what I've heard about some, and I think I once heard, I think it was Mark Cuban. I think I once heard him say that you know if they if someone took away all all your all your your wealth and all your money right now would you be able to build it up back up and i think i once heard him say well yeah yeah i could do it again if i needed to you know most people would be just jeez that would right. be really difficult right but and and if i i was stripped down to nothing i don't know what i would do but but those people they don't look at it that way they 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 look at it as a challenge uh, you know, uh, you know, no is just a word. And, uh, and so they can tolerate trying to find their way to get back to the top. So would you say that those people, they have like a certain, a different perspective or they have a high tolerance level as well for risk? Like what, what makes, what separates someone from, you know, the low risk people and the high risk. So what makes someone a low risk and a high risk person? Well, I think I think a low risk person, low risk people have more have more of a probably a little bit more of a fatalistic. They have a little bit more. What? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Fatalistic. fatalistic. OK. Yeah, they have a more of a fatalistic like if excuse me, if something doesn't work, well, you know, you know, they do not. You know, they do not want to deal with uh, they don't want to deal with negative consequences. Gotcha. Um a a high risk person they they you know you can make the case they just view uh a, a setback as little more than how you and I would look a, look at a stoplight on the street yep we got to sit here for a little while okay all right let's go all right a couple minutes later all right let's go we're going uh it's not a big deal to them um they can handle the ebbs and flows they can handle a stoplight every now and then because they know eventually it's going to turn green. Oh, I love that. I love that analogy. That's really good. I like that. Sorry, go on. That's why I'm (laughs) just You are. (laughs) Indeed. So, so, you know, they just, they just kind of look at it as uh, that, that, Hey, this, this, you know, kind of like uh, uh, I once heard another real successful person say, you know, when, uh, when he, he made millions, 
uh, he went broke and got million, many more millions back. It's, he was just like, what what did he say? He's just like, uh, you know, I may be broke, but I'm not poor. Right. Uh, poor, poor. Poor is a state of mind. Broke is just what's in my uh-huh. wallet. Uh, so, 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 he, you know, he looked at poor as just, hey, I'm, I'm just passing through, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, or I'm broke. I'm just, I'm just passing through right now. I'll, I, you know, it's kind of, kind of like what, you know, some of those, you know, some, some of those, uh, you know, gas stations on the side of the interstate. Yeah. Yeah. You're just filling up. You're not, you're not staying there very long. You, you get your gas in a bag of chips and you're yeah. on your way. So, <laughs> so, uh, so that's, you know, so it's just sort of a different mentality and a different mindset. So can, can someone change, I guess, if it is just a mindset of, if someone is a typically a low risk person and then low risk taker, I guess I should say, um, can they change their mindset and then suddenly become this, you know, entrepreneur. I mean, is that possible? Um, or it's unlikely. Well, uh, maybe it's possible, but unlikely. Is that more accurate? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's difficult. Okay. It's difficult, but you know, but here's the thing: for people who have lower risk tolerance, yes. um, for people who are lower risk tolerance, they may, you know, everything kind of, you know, it's 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 really hard to imagine that someone who maybe has, you know, sitting around working at, at a stable job, like, like working for a government agency is all, is all of a sudden going to be some wheeling and dealing entrepreneur type. It's just, I mean, I guess it could happen, but it's just, it's just, you know, highly unlikely, but yeah, but some, some of the things I I won't say I can't, but yeah, but let's just say, don't go to Vegas. Um, but but some of the things that that you that that a person like that maybe can do is, for instance, uh, maybe to, if they want to at least start to break out of that is is start to do uh, a few side hustles, do some side hustles where, hey, if it works, yay, awesome, great. If it doesn't work, yeah, you know, no, no bread's coming off the gotcha. table. Um so, so there, there's, so there's, there's, there's things like that. And then there, and then there's other things like that, that even just simple things that they could do that maybe don't even look like, uh, wow, big risk, but maybe for them it is like, like for instance, um, I, I'll, I'll often hear about, um, uh, you know, I say we, we run our own companies, you know, oh, we all do. So I've even heard about people say, oh, you know, they work for, let's say, at some stable job, like in a government agency. And then and they're like, boy, you know, I'm, I'm overworked. I'm underpaid. I do all this stuff and I don't and, and I don't get any credit. I don't get any promotion. Well, that that's you know, that's why you if if some if the place that you're at does not recognize your value, you have to see you have to try to seek other places to, to obtain value. Um, so, you know, cause if someone doesn't like, if one, if one, you know, place doesn't like you someplace else, you know, likely will. And so how, how much you are paid is in direct, uh, relation to how much value you provide. And if you provide more value than someone's willing to pay you, then you need to find someplace that will pay you accordingly. Um, just so you know, I have proof in the pudding. There was one point in my career where I felt undervalued and underpaid for what I was doing. So, you know, kind of like, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, you know, you have like these, uh, 
these, but so then you have to kind of put yourself on the market. You have to put yourself out there to where your product, meaning yourself, you know, where, where someone else can bid and potentially buy your product. Right. Because yeah. when you don't put yourself out there, you know how like when you go to like Target or Walmart or something and like you're looking for some, you're, you're looking for something and you don't see it, uh, you know, to buy and maybe you'll ask, you know, do you have that in back? And invariably they don't have anything in back. Well, that's kind of like how it is. It's just like you don't, you, you didn't put yourself on the showroom. Right. Pole. Good point. Um, and, and so you kind of need to put yourself on the showroom floor and, you know, it could mean that, that, uh, and so you may have to deal with some level of rejection while you're still making your, while you're still having your job, but you put yourself out there to try to take a risk, maybe go to a different company or a different agency or organization, but you put yourself out there, you put your value out there and, uh, and you see who will try to pay you for your value. And so if you're not the most, if you're not a high risk taker, at least putting yourself out there and, and being understanding that you probably will get rejected a bunch, but, you know, but all it's going to really do is hurt your little feelings right. as opposed to taking food off your table. Yeah. And you have to remember that is, is that, and is that, Hey, no, you know, it's just your feelings. It's not going to, you know, I know I'm the psychologist, but at the end of the day, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Like, like, I I don't know about you. I can deal with a broken heart, but, but no food in my belly. That's just not going to fly. So, um, uh, and, and, uh, and when, when, when I don't have a roof on my house, okay, that's going to suck. But, uh, (laughs) but, but, but if it's just like you put yourself out there and, and you may have to put yourself out there a whole bunch of times. Um, before something finally pops, right. but that, but that's, but that's the key is that if you're not, if you're not a high risk taker, and maybe you have no real desire to be some big entrepreneur or even a virtuoso, but what even, even with that, you could still at least put yourself out there. So just to continue on with uh, our discussion here, Doctor Rob. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear. Um, I just you were you're making a really great point um, uh, in terms of you know if somebody wants to put themselves out there. And a question that I have it comes up sometimes. I find with you know they say if you want to be an entrepreneur, you should quit your daytime job and really go for it. And that's what separates someone who's really interested and serious about being an entrepreneur. And I kind of don't really agree with that. I kind of like your step in terms of, you know, test it out a little bit and then take the leap. What do you think? Yeah, I, 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 I generally agree that uh, particularly. So first of all, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it sounds great when, when someone, you know, you know, you know, take, takes the plunge and, you know, you, you always hear about the story about the person who, who, who took the plunge. And then, boom! Something great happens. But for every one of those people, there's a thousand of people who, uh, who uh, you know, are, are are eating, you know, you know, who, who are figuring out how to how to uh, eat by eating alp. Exactly. So, um, so, so, because uh, and and a lot of these people, they're just not inherent for. 
and you're you're taking a wonderful business idea they started that as a side hustle um they started that as as the side hustle so you know it's not easy it's not easy to to do that right. and you are taking a high level of risk uh by by doing that so the the couple things that you can that that would uh, would be a better idea is a to to maybe start it as a side hustle or b if you basically want to you know jump in with 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 more or less two feet then make sure a you have a clear idea of what you want to do it's not just a pipe dream and then b the other thing is uh, from a purely financial standpoint you know make sure that you have a, a fun so so that way if you're in a situation where all of a sudden you're like holy cow this is not working like i thought okay you have some time to kind of you know b- before before your house you know forecloses that you're like okay all right so i uh this didn't work out all right it was i gave it a shot but it didn't it didn't work so you know those are those are two ways make sure you have either a big enough slush fund or started out as a side hustle. And what was that last bit? So either so either started out it as a side hustle, right. Or or have a big enough slush. Gotcha. So that way you can you can, you can basically survive for a while while you try to build up on your great idea. And if you, and if it works, awesome. If it doesn't, all right, you have a big enough slush fund at least, and then, and then you can work in, on finding you know, a, another J-O-B to, to, to keep it going for a while. And sorry, just one more thing I'm interested to know. You know, sometimes they say, you know, some people, they, you know, I guess what I want to say is, when do you know that you should just give it up, that this isn't for you? I know sometimes people, like inventors, for an example, they might have tried this invention a thousand times until it finally worked. Like, when do you know that you should give up or when, or when do you know you should keep going with this, that this is the right thing for you, that you should continue with it? And when should you say, just stop and say, you know what, this, this is not the right direction for me? Um. You know, that's a hard one. I know. <laughs> I think that, for everyone, it's different too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I guess, I guess, um, I guess the, I guess I'll put it like this. Um, on some, I, you know, so, so let, let's let's take the practical out uh, for aside for a second. I, I would say, you know, when to give up when when basically you're out of money, you're hungry, you're and you're and and you're poor and you can't eat, and your and your and your spouse leaves you. Uh, so that's a good time right. that you may want to give right. up. Um, but but um, aside from that, I mean, a lot of times, um, uh, I hate to put it like this, but a lot of times it's your gut. Yes. Uh, a lot of times, it's if you feel like you know what, there's you know eventually that I'm just gonna I just gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. I know. This is I'm called to do it. Right. Like I referenced that guy earlier, Tom Corley. Oh, he he was he's been he was working on some of the, his stuff for for uh, I think it's like 15 years or something like that. Um, uh, he he wrote a book called Rich Habits, 
And so he, he was trying all sorts of ways to get it out there. It was taking him years. And then finally, uh, some of his work was picked up by Yahoo and later Dave Ramsey picked him up. And then, then he just kind of exploded. Um, so a lot of times, but he, but that was all part of his side hustle. So a lot of times it's kind of your gut right? and what, and what does, what does, does it feel like, um, like Tom often refers to it as, as the God gene, you know, you have this God gene that's sort of calling you to something. And so, you know, and so it's hard to say what, if, if you're like, you know what, if, if you're, you know, checked out and you can't keep on plowing and grinding and moving then you know what then then maybe it's it's not for you at that point but if you can keep on plowing and crawling and grinding then and 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 you feel it then then it's kind of worth it uh i've i have an i have an old boss who uh i I won't use the choice language that (laughs) but 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 i had an old boss who used to say do you know why they call it WD forty? And I was just like, and I was like, no, why? He's like, because the first thirty nine times they screwed up. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, so, right. Uh, so so that, that that's kind of at least kind of you know I, let let kind of your 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 conscious be your guide on that front. Um, you know, make sure Jiminy Cricket is there. But so a lot of times it's, it's kind of like where, you know, what, what is your God gene kind of telling Gotcha. Awesome. Listen, Dr. Rob, this is so insightful. I really enjoyed our, our topic, our discussion. I would love to look forward to continuing the journey with you. Look how I just did that plug. That was awesome. So let's, uh, let's see. So our listeners can find you at your website. What can you tell us your website again? Sure. It's, uh, Dr. Rob psychevals.com drrobpsychevals.com awesome awesome so and they can also tune in every tuesday morning for more of continuing the journey with dr rob so thank you so much again that was a really great episode thank you dr rob thanks Take yeah care. so uh please subscribe to michelle nasser's show and remember success happens when you make it happen wishing you great success